And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're going to talk about job application tips that may surprise you. These tips are going to help you get some more success in your applications, as many job seekers either forget about them or simply do not know about them. Listen, there's so much I've learned in these last six years of running a resume service just by talking to recruiters and managers and job seekers. So I thought that it would be a waste of time and a waste of knowledge if I did not share these things with you. All right, two quick points here. Uh, First of all, these are general guidelines to follow. These are going to be tips that most of you are probably not implementing within your job search. They don't necessarily speak to the fundamentals of resume writing or cover letters, etc. So for that, you may need to check out some other episodes, which I will make sure to link within the description for you all. Second point I want to make is if you haven't left a review, now would be the time to do so. And man, do I appreciate those reviews. They really make me feel like the advice I'm giving you is of value. Within those reviews, I also love if you have extra ideas for podcast episodes, as the whole point of this podcast is to make sure that I'm giving you advice that you want. Leave a review, let me know a recommendation, and I promise I will read them. Okay, so let's kick right to it. These are three things you should know about your job search that will help you now and in the future. Tip number one, think of your job application like a webmaster. And I just found out the other day that a webmaster is a highly outdated term, but nevertheless, I'm speaking about someone who optimizes websites. The webmaster's job is not only to make sure that their website is functioning properly, but also that the traffic that comes through the web page is relevant and meaningful. Whereas in your case, when you are writing a resume or other job search documents, you want to make sure that your resume is good and you want to make sure that the traffic or eyes that come to the resume is meaningful. You don't just want someone to look at your resume for 10 seconds and then move on to the next one or worse, two seconds. What you want is to hook that person and you want meaningful engagement with that recruiter or hiring decision maker. Whereas the webmaster or business owner doesn't just want a bunch of bot traffic to their website, but they want to increase the amount of seconds that a qualified person is engaged with their website. So when you are writing a resume, number one, make sure that it is extremely targeted for the jobs you're applying for. Don't just get wide. Don't cast a wide net with your resume, but make sure that it is specific. You want to make sure that you are giving the recruiter or hiring decision maker opportunities to find out more about you. So in your resume, something that people often forget is to include that LinkedIn profile at the very top so someone could easily navigate to your LinkedIn. And your LinkedIn, of course, should be good. It should also be somewhat different than your resume in the fact that it is just fuller and more human. On your LinkedIn, on the other side, you want to make sure you include that resume and you include information about you as well. What are some projects that you've worked on in the past? Where is your portfolio? These are all things to consider when you're trying to generate a curiosity about you and when you are trying to increase engagement. One more thing, of course, you can do on your LinkedIn summary is to include your email address and a short invitation for recruiters or hiring managers to email you. This is something that most people don't do and something that I've done in the past that has given me success. So wrapping that up, you want to make sure to think about your job search or your application process like a webmaster. 
You don't just want someone to spend a few seconds on your resume. That's it. You want to engage with them in a way that's going to build curiosity and eventually lead to that interview because that is the entire point of the resume is to get that interview. And when you show up fresh and ready to go on interview day, you crush it and then you get the job. All right. Point number two I want to make here is take advantage of the fact that application tracking systems pick up everything, not just keywords on your resume. Misconception about keywords is the only time that they even matter is when it comes to your resume. I'll tell you right now that these systems are smarter than that and they are tracking things beyond just your resume. So the file name, make sure to name your resume as something that includes the position title that you're applying for. Perhaps most importantly are those application answers that you fill out on the website or application itself. Do not neglect these answers because I know what the temptation is. It's to go really quickly and not to flesh these out very, very well because everything that they're asking for is already on your resume. I know it's annoying, but by not answering these questions fully, this may be the one thing that is stopping you from becoming a top search result because when these application tracking systems are scanning for certain keywords, Oftentimes, they filter and organize them based on the specific things that you put within those form fields. So one thing I've recommended in the past is to come up with a really rough document that you could use for these applications so you can simply copy and paste because you're going to get asked the same question over and over again. So by using this concept of a master resume or a rough document you can use for your application fields, this is going to help you save a lot of time and you're gonna have a much better application. Another quick point I will make about application tracking systems is that the information you have on your LinkedIn profile really does matter. In fact, when a recruiter has LinkedIn premium and they are searching for specific candidates, I'll tell you that the actual keywords that you include within your LinkedIn really does matter because that system, in my opinion, is one of the best application tracking systems in a way because it organizes based on so many specific things, including your position title, education level, and the skills that you include within your LinkedIn. And if you recall the same exact piece of advice I gave just about three minutes ago, which is to think about your job application as a webmaster, you're not just gonna have people looking at your resume, you're gonna have people also looking at your LinkedIn profile. And believe it or not, with some applicant tracking systems, they can actually scan your LinkedIn profile as well for relevant keywords. So case in point, it's not just about your resume. You got to make sure you cover all your bases by getting targeted, defining what your keywords are, and including them within all of your application documents. All right. And the final piece of information here is that most recruiters do not receive cover letters and the ones that they do receive are not very good. And I've spoken with a lot of recruiters and I was totally surprised to find this out because you would think that a cover letter would be a really important piece of information or a really important document that can sway someone to say yes, but not a lot of recruiters or managers are receiving them. Now, why is that? I can't tell you specifically every instance of why a cover letter is not sent, but I have heard in the past that one reason is that applications simply aren't asking for them as often as they once did. And when they are being sent, they suck. 
And the reason why is because oftentimes job seekers see this as an afterthought or something that may not be a big of a deal. Maybe the resume is the most important thing, but the cover letter, if it's even read, may not make a difference. I will speak counterintuitive advice here and tell you that if you are going to be one to send a cover letter and you do make it good, there is a really good chance that you are going to sway someone to say yes to you because you stood out. Once again, if a lot of recruiters are not receiving cover letters in the first place and you are the one to send a really good one, I think that that's something that could send you or set you apart. So my recommendation to you is to be in the minority of people who send a very targeted, specific cover letter that shows what you were the person that's specific for that job. And when I say targeted, I mean, just get really, really down and nitty gritty to those that company's specific needs and make sure the cover letter is perfect with no grammar mistakes. At minimum, write cover letters for the jobs or positions you really care about, the ones that you've done your research on, and the ones where you know someone giving you a connection. Even if the application doesn't necessarily say to upload your cover letter, I might find an excuse to do it anyway. That's not saying to go against the advice and if it says just submit your resume to submit all of your documents, I'm saying maybe there's an opportunity for you to get the cover letter in the right hands, whether it's through the person who's reviewing your application or you're just bold and risky enough to submit that cover letter anyway. This is counterintuitive advice and I give it because I see the opportunity for many of you job seekers to go above and beyond and stand out compared to the rest of the applicants. Remember, you're career warriors. You're the ones who are looking to stand out above everyone else, and you are the ones who I'm trying to help today. All right, hope you found these three pieces of unconventional advice to be useful. I have a couple of other podcast recommendations that speak more to the fundamentals, such as number 112, four quick steps to hacking the ATS, and number 28, do cover letters matter anymore? where we talk about how to specifically write a cover letter that's targeted and the whole point of cover letters. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you found this to be useful and I'll see you next time.